thanks a lot sunny for doing this uh, welcome to injury time glad so, to be here so let's get this straight uh, we'll start with the world cup i think you went and saw the world cup uh, in qatar absolutely phenomenal and it was a great tournament we started with a lot of controversy but footballing wise was fantastic so how was your experience uh, you know watching lionel messi win the <laughs> final prize yeah no it's um, I, you know i'd gone to the russia world cup also for four and a half whatever five weeks i was there and i went to this world cup for the entire duration um and the russia world cup was very well organized uh, uh if you look at um uh, if you look at the qatar world cup uh number one is that you know the infrastructure was absolutely fabulous uh both the city infrastructure as well as the stadiums and all but one of the stadiums were meant to f- only for football so they were very football centric so it you can tell it's not a multi uh, purpose sports stadium so the infrastructure was really good the stadiums were fabulous um the people were very helpful uh you know we had instances where somebody you know we were hanging out with i was entertaining friends and what not and you know somebody was a qatari was sitting next table to us and he just bought our breakfast for us he said no i'm paying for your breakfast uh for your table and so and everybody was very courteous um you know i i enjoyed different uh levels of you know seats etc hospitality and what not and so the overall overall hospitality of the country and the people was uh, pretty fab um uh, in terms of the quality of football uh, was very good as you can tell the final was a final of all finals it was probably the best final of all world cups if you look at it you know six goals scored see saw battle penalty shootout and what not so one got to watch some great football um so overall my experience was you know was fantastic uh, i had a great time i enjoyed good food good football uh, entertained friends uh, overall you know and i watched close to about 35 games um and uh, it was a it was a wonderful experience and i have to say you know the amount of effort uh, the qataris put in uh and uh, of course they spent good money uh not not the numbers published i believe you know there were some ridiculous numbers published in the press they were not correct but i have to say they they pulled out all the stops uh to ensure uh that people had a great time the country was you know displayed uh you know kind of it's a showcase of for the country right it's a window to the world uh and they did a fabulous job um uh and i saw things that i didn't see in the in the in the russia world cup uh not only infrastructure was fantastic but you know food choices the number of restaurants um uh of course having eight stadiums in the same city where you can go from one to the other in one hour i don't think it's going to happen in the foreseeable future because now in the future there'll be multiple countries hosting the cup like in 26 is canada us and mexico and the one after that multiple countries are bidding for it as a as a consortium so you'll not be able to see 35 games i could have seen all 64 games if i wanted to i take it for 64 games except I, in the group stage i can only see one because i i, I was too there's too much football for me from the round of 16 i saw every game so i could have seen 64 games if i wanted to now i don't think in in russia I, i you know i probably saw maybe 12 games or 10 games because it's just going from one city to the other was not not easy so maybe 12 15 games i saw and i had seats for a lot of a lot of the games in the russia world cup so it was in a way very unique experience uh, if i put all of this together uh, i have to say you know a job well done and and what a memorable world cup for me and so it's very clear that uh, you are a massive football fan and you also invested quite heavily into uh, round glass punjab as well so i just wanted to ask you about uh, the plan with the team uh, currently are doing quite well in the i league promotion is right there 
Um, so, and you, like I said, you invested quite a lot into the team as well. So, what is the plan that you have, uh, you know, hopes and dreams with the team that going forward in the league? Yeah, for uh, for us, we, you know, our focus is youth development. <clears throat> so, our youth academy is very strong. Our under 18, under 15, under 13 team are top in the country. Now, the I-League will happen and we'll get, you know, last year they were. Um, but I think that... Um, that the team will do very well. The youth teams will very do very well in the upcoming I-League youth tournament. Because right now the I-League professional, the first team is playing. And we are at the top of the table. Um, but our academy is focused on the holistic development of the child athlete. Uh, and in the process, you know, they just happen to be the best in football. Uh, and we give them an environment to really unleash their potential. Uh, but we develop the kids holistically. It's not about, you know, getting great football uh, players so we can have a great team. That that happens, but we focus on a lot of other things. That being said, um, you know, uh, overall the academy is, you know, we, we have invested a lot. Uh, the first team, as you know, is doing very well. The All the youth teams will also do very well. We believe that uh, we'll top uh, the first team. Our reserve team, of course, won the Punjab Super League and is the best in state. Uh, but the first team and the youth teams will come number one. Uh, you can I can pretty much predict that for you. That will be will be the best in the country. Um, the approach we have taken is very different. Uh, we have not, you know, we have invested properly. Uh, we have given it time. We have given it the right staff. We have scouted well. Uh, our overall program for football, which is a completely residential academy is also very sound. So we are doing things very properly, but we have a very long-term view to this. You know, we have a 20-year view into, into developing uh, football in Punjab and for the country, because our kids in the youth program are from all over India. Our first team is all over India. So even though the focus, we want to develop a lot of football talent in Punjab, we draw talent from all over the country and we're giving them a right framework uh, for uh, developing them as footballers, as also developing them, developing them as individuals. Uh, so there's there's your it's, it's a very it's a very long term, um, uh, well intended program, uh, and perhaps we can uh, show India how football should be done. Um, we want to showcase that how is the right way to create and run an academy, and hopefully, just like we have learned from people from all over the world, I hope that we can share and inspire others in India to do to up the bar for youth development. Uh, but the first team is doing well. I think they'll continue doing well. I think we have the strongest I-League team. Uh, and uh, the youth team will also do very well. We, I, we believe we have the strongest youth teams in the country. Like obviously, Punjab, since the days of the British, has been considered as one of the most, uh, you know, warrior clans. So they preferred uh, players from Punjab as opposed to many other places. We have read this in many historical documents and things like that. So you've chosen the right place. And from what, uh, the people that I've spoken to, mass commissioners, referees and everybody, they say the venue is sorted as far as an ISL, hosting an ISL match is concerned as well in terms of stadiums and stuff. So are you looking at next season, hopefully, or the season after a worst case scenario, getting into the ISL with the round glass? Uh, yes, I think, I think um, uh, sooner or later we'll end up there because we belong there. Um, you can't have the most progressive program in football uh, and their team doesn't show up in ISL. But that that will be kind of an oxymoron. Um, we'll end up in the ISL one one way or the other sooner or later. Uh, but but I, our 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 program is not that are we in ISL and I League. That those those are byproducts. Those those are not our focus. Our focus is not to be an ISL team or I League team. 
our focus is how can we produce some great footballers uh, and raise the bar of how youth football is developed in the country. Raise it to an international standard so that our kids that we nurture, we invest in them from a very young age, become among the best in the world. And so that's our intent, to make our athletes the best in the world. And uh, and and they should be able to go toe-to-toe with other good players from Europe and South America and whatnot. That's our focus. Now, in the process, yes, we have a residential academy, we have our own school, and we are playing in I-League, we'll go to ISL. Those are just various tools just to ensure that the academy flourishes. Because, if, for example, uh, when kids say, hey, if you have an ISL team, I want to be in a youth academy because it gives me a path to ISL. And, and we really fuel our first team with our, with our youth players. So today, I think seven, eight of our maybe more players from under 18 play in our reserve team. There are some players from youth academy playing the first team. We, we eventually want that six or seven players from a youth academy under 18 are playing in our first team. That's, that's our aspiration by 2025. So we want to be more like IX and Messiah, where our youth players are going into the first team and powering the first team. Not we have to get players from everywhere else. So we want to cultivate our players from a young age, build them together, show them the teamwork, give them the right staff, right infrastructure, etc., and then have them power the first team and the reserve team. Uh, so, so it's a very it's a very different model uh, by which we are working. Yes, um, I only ask because you know. A lot of the I-League teams, at least some of them who I've spoken to, are not too keen on moving up because, you know, the expenses are going up. Ramglass yeah. is one of the more, uh, obviously, um, well-invested teams. And you have all these academies and all this stuff. And like you mentioned also, being in ISL, being in the top league is going to give you that little bit of extra PR uh, as well. Uh, you know, maybe in terms of recruitment of youngsters, etc. So, that that was the reason why I was asking the question because... I-League team, I don't think they're part of the central revenue pool next year when, when they move up to the ISL. So, the investment is going to be really, really heavy. Uh, yeah, so I do not, I, I know the promotional allegation is there. I do not mm-hmm. know, you know, is a merger happening at what point it happens and then, you know, it becomes Division 1, Division 2, Division 3 between ISL and the two leagues of I-League. I uh, and I do not know what the revenue share is. I, I have, we have not paid any attention to the financials of the ISL. Uh, uh, like I said, you know, when we go there, it's just a matter of time, we will go there. When you go there, we'll deal with it. Um, but then when we, you know, whenever we're in the ISL, we'll run a program that is uh, in line with our overall long-term plan. So we won't subscribe to, okay, you know, we put an ISL and, you know, spend a lot of money on just buying players and those kind of things. I want, I want our academy to showcase, I want to showcase our youth academy. That look, we are bringing this under 17, under 18 year old kids, and maybe they're 19, but they come from our academy and they end up in, the, in our in our first team, uh, because that be that will be a litmus test of our success that our own kids coming from our own academy are playing in our first team. That's what we want, and so uh, whenever we enter ISL, it'll be with the intent saying, you know, oh, let's not spend the most amount of money, get the best players, and do the best in the in the in the league. I say, how can we? you know, create players who are young players who are as good, if not better, when they come together and play as a team than all the other teams who are spending a lot of money buying players. Nothing wrong with that model, except that we are a, we are a, we are like an IX for Messiah. We are not a Man City. You know, I don't want to be a Man City. I don't want to be Liverpool where you just buy a lot of players and, and then we compete to be the best. And there's nothing wrong in that model. I am just very keen and gungo about developing the youth of Punjab and the youth of India. 
That's my true passion. It just so happens that we need a first team in the top league. So we attract the best talent. We give them a path for a professional development and career because we take responsibility for that too, right? Their professional development and careers is our responsibility and we take it very seriously. So those are just enablers, but that's not our goal. So you've been in football for many years. So what is your insight about Indian football that you can share from your experience, the level that it is, the kind of landscape that it has, financial, cultural, societal, all those things? So I think the popularity of football is increasing. Uh, we know that. And as it becomes more popular, uh, the bar will be lifted. But most of our audience is seeing football that is Premier League and La Liga and and they're not watching Indian football per se. They're not filling up the stadiums. Uh, so that's a problem. So Indian football has to rise to a level where Indians want to see it on TV and want to fill up the stadiums. And we are not there yet. I don't believe we are there yet. Uh, as regarding the the football talent in India, you know, uh, uh, what is lacking? The reason we don't get a lot of great players at the top level is because we are not invested enough of enough uh, in enough of them and invested enough in the young players who then become great players when they grow up and so so till we thoroughly invest and have an infrastructure of youth development in the country uh, which produces great footballers at at a first team level uh, and of course there's a there's a financial constraint also people can only spend so much money with that money, you can only get such kind of players, international, whatever. So the lack of development of youth, coupled with the infrastructure also is, is needs, needs improvement to um, um, uh, being able to, you know, uh, have enough financial rewards, you know, whether it comes to TV rights or sponsorships or ticket sales, so that they can reinvest because at some point, you know, people get tired of investing in their clubs because, it can't be money drain all you know all the time. So when those things come together, uh, you'll see a, a dramatic uh, increase in Indian uh, football capabilities. And the litmus test is India showing up in the World Cup, right? That'll be the litmus test that football has arrived in India because there are going to be forty-eight countries in the World Cup starting the next World Cup. And I think twelve or sixteen of the teams are coming from Asia. I think maybe twelve. And that's a big number of teams. If India make it to the World Cup, it will be litmus test that. Football has arrived in India, and there is now a path, a conduit for, for, for developing the youth into really good adult players who then go fuel the India team. And they perhaps, well, not perhaps, they should get drafted by the best leagues in the world, Premier League, La Liga, League Serie, whatever that is. Um, we are not there as yet. We are not even close to it as yet. And uh, But will we get there? Yes, we'll get there. Uh, Ranglas hopefully will be a key enabler of that vision of raising the bar, showing how youth development is done, creating great adult players, uh, helping India get to the World Cup, those kind of things. And I'm hoping that, you know, there will be others who will do similar stuff and we'll all collectively raise the bar. Uh, there should be other Ranglas and Sunny things in the country that are equally passionate about doing the things in the right way uh, for the right reason with a long-term approach. And when we have a lot of people like this come together in India, uh, there's no reason why India should not show up in the World Cup every four years. And uh, who knows? Maybe 30, 40 years from now, India will lift the cup. The football scene in Punjab, obviously, historically produced great players for the country. 
maybe for the last few years not so much you had one or two but wouldn't you know put them in the greats category so what do you think of the football scene in punjab where you are so heavily invested you are the defending champions um, you know obviously that's your key catchment area as well i'm sure the rest of the country is as well but uh, this will be your main the place where you want to have a societal and a cultural relationship with the fans so what is the scene football uh, in punjab yeah so the the punjab football scene is i would say bleak uh because you you have to you have to look at my 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 lenses right for me i've set the bar very high and so we have trouble finding enough punjabi players for the caliber we're looking for you know that's fine it is what it is uh is there a hunger to play football uh can you produce great players out of punjab there's no doubt about that now that being said uh we are not only playing in the punjab super league and we won it um uh, we are Uh, also investing in development and grassroots academies in Punjab, and so the grassroots academy will become feed into development academy, and we're hoping the development academies will feed into our elite academy, uh, where we have the youth teams and the first team. So we are investing in that infrastructure of of building the development grassroots teams. I won't say the infrastructure, but the overall development of the program, uh, and 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 we have right now, I think. Um, uh four uh, development academies uh but we'll have a lot more in the next two years and so so we are investing in it it'll take time for the investment to pay off um uh, but it's fine we're taking a long term view to it now a lot of people in punjab not a lot but some people in punjab are saying hey you know him not punjabi players in your team i said yeah it's true but but we will not compromise by taking players who don't belong in the team we're going to find the best and let punjab be better than the best and then we can show that look Well, the best players or among the best players come from Punjab. So, am I invested in Punjab in making sure football becomes one of the most popular and sought-after sports in 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 the state? Absolutely, yes. At a village level, city, absolutely, we make the investment, and the investment will pay off over time because we do things right. But we won't compromise and say, "Oh, just because I'm in Punjab and a team is from Punjab, I must take Punjabi players just because of a quota system." No, I, I don't have that. They have they have to earn the right to be in the team. But I'll invest enough on the back end. that they start showing up on the front end and that will take some time i think it'll be every year you'll see more and more punjabi players in our academy because they are on the right to be there when you start to discount yeah so that will happen but our, 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 our the big difference is we have a, our first phase is 20 years we're looking at a 20 year view into how to develop a youth academy how to develop football in punjab so we're doing it and uh, and we're getting results we're getting results you will see every year the percentage of punjabi players in the team will increase you start seeing them playing for the country at all levels more mukids uh so you keep 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 your eyes on us you you're going to be pleasantly surprised how well we're going to do 100% kiya rice are clearly on round glass as well and i think that's a great move because often time you see this quota system come in and that doesn't help the team at all you need to look at the you know performance and competitive aspects you initially coming and you had some sort of collaboration with minerva is that still something that is happening or have you uh, become a separate entity completely uh no we don't have any associate with minerva um, <clears throat> we bought the club uh, uh minerva it was called minerva punjab fc minerva mm-hmm. fc what it is called we bought the club um uh, it we didn't have to uh, i think in hindsight i could have just gone to i league and and bought a license from them 
Uh, and that would have been a cleaner way to just do it. Uh, we were not aware of that, is that. We didn't have the faculties and awareness that you could just go and get a franchise license from them. Uh, so we acquired a club, uh, but nothing of the club exists in this. They're, they're not, not the players exist over here, none of the staff exist over here, none of the infrastructure. So we don't, uh, outside of, you know, we got the name Punjab FC, but we don't have, we have literally no, nothing about, there was nothing that came from Minerva FC that exists in Punjab FC today. It is a program that we have made right. We do things right. It's a program that's fully differentiated. Uh, it's a very different kind of animal. Uh, you know, Ranjit uh, uh, has done a lot of good work, uh, and uh, I thank him for that. And he created Minerva FC. But but outside of just buying the club, and, which we basically inherited the name, Punjab FC, uh, there is nothing, uh, not even uh, 1%, in Punjab FC that has anything to do or a remnant of Minerva FC. It is, we disbanded everything. We There was no staff taken, none of the kids are here, none of the infrastructure is here, none of the program is here. Everything is very, very centric and customized and focused on how Ronglass wants to do things. And and it, sh- it shows, you know, the, the country respects, today the country respects, you know, Ronglass Punjab FC and the Ronglass Football Academy. We have a very high credibility uh, a very ethical organization, a very credible organization, a very forward-looking organization, an organization that does things uh, in the right way, uh, and we have set the bar high. So, so we have just crafted and drafted our own program, done things uh, in a very different way, and uh, and um, and the results are showing. So, uh, I would say there is there is you know outside of the Punjab FC name, there is there is no correlation. There's nothing nothing whatsoever. I guess that's the best way to go forward as well, completely your own animal. Uh, you have investment in other sport as well. I'm just curious about your hockey project in specifically. The World Cup is going on right now. So, um, and Punjab obviously has a huge history in hockey as well, very sporting part of the country. Uh, what Can you shed some light on the hockey project as well? Yeah, so uh, the hockey uh, project side, the other way around, we have development youth and, and grassroots academies. We have close to, I think we might have close to 14 development academies and 30 plus grassroots academies. Uh, and then we started Elite Academy for under 16, uh, just, just recently, just literally months ago. So we have gone from development grassroots into the elite. In football, we have done the elite and going to development grassroots. Uh, the, um, uh, you know, in, in, in hockey, we, Punjab is a running start. We had a long history. Good players are coming out of it. Unlike football, we have to develop the talent. Um, and we have done very well on the hockey side in terms of our kids representing India or, uh, or at all levels. Um, so it's, uh, you know, the the ability to support the development grassroots centers in India, because we take them over. We find some academies good, we take them over. Uh, and and there's a lot of academies in India that want us to take them over because just the way the program is, you know, from coaches to kids and stuff like that, and now Elite Academy, uh, it is, uh, it is, we have done things right. And so we have a lot of good, uh, I would say a lot of good credibility among the uh, hockey stakeholders in Punjab that, hey, how can we get affiliated when they're taken over by the Roundless Hockey Academy? So the program is good. Um, keep your, keep your, keep, keep us in your sights because you see more and more of our kids playing for India and playing for India youth uh, national teams. Increasingly every year, you'll be quite surprised. We, you know, our intent is to make India a powerhouse of, of uh, hockey again. Uh, and that means people should fa- fear playing the India team. Today, that fear doesn't exist. I want to put the fear 
in other countries that when you're playing India, you better you better be trembling when you come to play 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 India. And I hope that five to seven years from now, we can start showing that people are going to take Indian hockey, saying, hey, we're playing the Indian hockey team at their first team level or a youth level. They're saying, oh, shit, we're going to play those guys again. So I hope to get there uh, and get the country there. So I um, just have one last question. Uh, again, yeah. because I, I was reading your profile and you won the Disruptor of the Year Award and stuff. So I just wanted to ask you, coming into the Indian football market, where obviously it's... it's uh, it's a labyrinth, right? It's not, it's people are doing random things. They are overpricing the players, sometimes underpricing the players. Agents are pulling all these kind of, uh, you know, moves, uh, rug underneath you, all those things. It's a difficult uh, landscape to navigate. Coming into this, what would you prefer if there is one change that you could have? And to make the thing, the system a little easier and sustainable because clubs are losing a lot of money. I'm sure your team is also losing a lot of money. So, to make it okay for an investor to come in and say this is a good good uh, investment for me, give back to the whether even if it's for CSR, just to do good things. What does it have to change? Um, you know, it's um, uh, to do something right takes a long time, a lot of effort, and sometimes a lot of money. It does, and so <clears throat> uh, I think it it there has to be. Uh, I think it it has to be all levels. Number one, you know, there has to be something at the government level where the government does a lot of support in enabling football infrastructure and football development, especially the youth level. There has to be a lot of private citizen uh, participation like me and like Ron Glass, where they're committed to developing the football infrastructure of players, of academies, of stadiums or of pitches. That has to be done. And that is not a small order. To be able to cultivate our own coaches, not just hire international coaches, but be able to, you know, in our academy, you know, uh, we have a lot of uh, national coaches. Not all our coaches have been brought from abroad. And so to how to build the cadre of our own coaches and staff, performance, physio, injury management, uh, uh, strength and conditioning, et cetera, to bring, to, to enable that staff to happen uh, can be done at a national level. Uh, but we have to bring in the best. We have to not only get the best from outside the world, among the best, but also cultivate our own, whether it's done through, you know, whatever mechanism, mentorship, government support, uh, education institutions, sending them abroad for training, et cetera, et cetera. So that has to be done. So it is the infrastructure. It is the investment in youth. It is the staff. Uh, and and a way for the players to say, if I play well, I can make a career out of it. And I think private citizens like me have to come forth and saying, if you're among the best and you're bringing the country proud, you're bringing your academy proud, then we have a moral obligation to take care of you as your professional career. If you don't become a professional footballer, that means you are safe playing in our academy because we will ensure you are professionally settled in life, not just if you don't become a football player through a corporate job. And we have to do that. We take that for us, we take the responsibility seriously that we will settle you. So, so all those things have to come together. So it is, it is a, it is like a mission to Mars or a mission to the moon. And Kennedy said, by this year, we'll get to the moon. It's like having a national rallying cry and everybody gets behind it. It requires leadership, requires commitment. So it is not an easy thing. Uh, uh, we hopefully, the way we are doing stuff, we can be a showcase and an example and a role model saying, because we will learn a few things from others, but others can learn a few things from us. 
But we'll raise the bar very high, do things very ethically. Like, you know, we never play overage players. And it used to happen all the time. For us, it's a no-no. You know, you have to be of the right age, play the right way, treat it the right way, et cetera, et cetera. Everything by the book. You know, very ethical, very straight line. And But doing the right thing for the long haul, right? And there are many people like that in India. You know, some have the awareness, some don't have the awareness. But hopefully we can be a role model. We can be an example. We can create the awareness of how things can be done right by private citizens like me, by private Indians by, like me. And if a bunch of us get together, there's nothing can stop us. Indians go to all over the world and rise to the top. There's no reason if you all band together, even just if 25 sunny things band together in India, that we can't take India to the World Cup and make them shine in the world. There's no reason. I'm very confident that if we do things properly and the government sides us properly and we come together as, as a band of brothers, I think we'll freaking rock the world with football. Absolutely. Let's hope uh, those words prove gospel and <laughs> prophetic. So, thank you so much, Sunny, for your time. Uh, it was great catching up. Uh, I wish you all the best. I wish the team all the best for the I-League, uh, maybe for the future in the ISL, for the development team. Because we need, uh, you know, we need players to come up and take us. I mean, in my lifetime, I wish to see us uh, play in the quarterfinal, semifinal, final of the Asian Cup. That is <laughs> my wish. So, let's well, hopefully we can... How, how old are you? I am 32. 32? Yeah. Well, in your lifetime, you're going to see any other World Cup. I promise you that. Oh, thank you so much. Let's hope it happens. Uh, thank you. Thank you for your time. Uh, and uh, all the best.